are not joking about that on the podcast. Yeah, it was the next thing I was going to say is not being said. <laughs> well, I mean, there's no other other way to get you guys to knock it off. So, yeah. All Dave has to do for us to bring this back to a level of appropriateness for recording is to just hit the record button. And then Jake and I immediately stop. <laughs> but he's not wrong. Um, speaking of recording, guess what we're recording? A podcast! Yeah! It's called the Tire Preference Podcast. And we're Woo-hoo! back after another we short break. We took another short break. Um, life's been hectic for me in a good way. Um, I will make an announcement about it on when everything becomes more official. But I'll give you the teaser. I'm getting a new podcasting studio. Yep. Good news. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I've had to do a lot of shit during the week so right hey, so uh, no worries it was uh it was off season which what? is yeah. to a close when was the last time we said that it's a race week fucking seems, seems like, like years ago, ago. Now. it was feels it like was forever. when i first got here in florida i think well, we hey, watched like one or two uh, races and then gents, gents, gents we are we getting a very big thing right now I've First been off, in Florida for that welcome long. to the Tire Preference Podcast. Welcome. Uh, hi, hello. What's up? I am Jake, along with Tyler. Hi. And Dave. Hello. And we're here to talk to you about some Formula One stuff on a Formula One race weekend. Woo! About we... damn time. About oh, damn time. No. Yes, preseason, preseason testing is over. And... Starting so is McLaren's season. Yes, but we'll get to that. Uh, but starting in a day or two, we're going to have our first practice sessions and then qualifying and then finally, finally the race. So that means on this race, you're going to get something that hasn't happened in a long time. Race predictions. And you're going to get an extra special prediction thing from us because we're doing our season predict. Per, per, I almost said predictions. Predictions. Oh, man. I totally oh. forgot we were doing that. So this is going to be a totally off the... Off the cuff for me. Also, Drive to Survive is out, and I have seen none fucking episodes of it so far. I watched most of the first episode. We haven't either, because we don't have Netflix at the moment. Oof. So, um... We'll we'll talk about it, but there are... I've been seeing some things said about it on the internet, and, um... I probably just won't watch this season. But... Something. I mean, I'll watch it for entertainment value, but I've already, I already know what happened, and I already know what the coolest parts, and <laughs> right. I already know all the goodness. Well, they, well, they skip a lot of the goodness. You want to? Let's just talk about Drivers Survive. Let's start off with talking about Drivers Survive. <laughs> none of us have watched any of it. So what <laughs> the fuck are we supposed say... to talk about it? Well, I, so I got some things to talk about. So the first episode <clears throat> opens Sorry. up with a, like just the way I would have opened an episode of Drive to Survive. Like, this is how I would have done it. You have Matteo Benito and Gunther Steiner in a small Fiat driving around the countryside, and they're just ripping on each other, and it's great. And then they do, like, this whole breakdown of, like, <laughs> Gunther, and uh, they talk about um, uh, Kevin Magnuson coming back, and they do, like, this montage of just Gunther freaking out. <laughs> and so there's, like, one episode <laughs> where uh, Magnuson, like, slams... Uh, Gunter's door a couple seasons ago because he's he pissed off. Smashed at him. <laughs> he fuck yeah. smashed my door. He fuck smashed my door. It's just like the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like you normally see someone say like, "Oh, he Hulk smashed my door," but since it's Gunther, he's he fuck smashed it. <laughs> he fuck smashed my door. Um, so that's great. Uh, Max Verstappen does interviews. Yeah, I heard he uh, was getting on board the Netflix train. Yeah, he's back now. Yeah. And um, uh, I've also heard that they talk very little about Brazil. They don't talk very much about Russell's first dub. They don't talk about Magnuson's pole. They don't talk about Vettel retiring. I heard all. See, I heard all that, uh, and it really, really infuriated me. It's like, what the fuck else is there to talk yeah, about? Huge high points in the season. Oh, they also and... don't talk about that one race where Max didn't let Sergio pass him, which huh. I think was Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that was a stipulation of Max doing interviews. Is they don't. Yeah, no that. shit. Why is there no questions about Brazil? Right. No, no yeah. questions. Well, I heard they also, but they did the things they did mention were uh, Ferrari's poor strategies and pits. Uh, Does Red Bull own Netflix now? <laughs> Probably. Let's just talk about how everyone else sucks. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, I'll I'll watch it, but like I said, I've already seen and I know I just they add too much drama and they don't cover like I, I, I saw it the last time when I actually watched a full season and then watched a full season try to survive of that season. I was like, that they missed a lot and they, they right. really up the driver drama where there's not really anything there and yeah yeah or my favorite is still like um you know when roman grosjean had his crash and he was in the car for 10 fucking minutes um or like lewis hamilton's 10 second penalty that took like 40 seconds seconds. yeah Yeah. exactly yeah but oh it's like what what was somebody saying that it's kind of geared towards an audience of bringing in fans like bringing in a new audience to f1 <laughs> but not really geared towards actual f1 fans oh 100 yeah yeah <clears throat> and one thing that really i don't know why this irritates me so much about the show but it always has ever since the first season is when they're showing like stock footage of like the race or something like that they have that random his name is commentator number three and i'm doing the air quotes that will narrate exactly what's happening on the tv and it's it annoys the absolute piss out of me because I was like I watched that race and I know every one of the commentators they that, that voice is not one I recognize and no one ever goes oh that's Magnuson going around turn four you know well is, is it the uh, F1 TV commentators no it this is definitely something that they do voiceover work on because uh, everything that they show is way too specific like this it's more specific than you would go on uh, on a TV okay. thing. I got gotcha. you. Hmm. So they just add in some commentation to up the drama. To say the right thing at the right time. To play yeah. along with their story. and Yes. I got gotcha. you. Drive yeah. the narrative, I think, is the professional term. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And if, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know why, but it just annoys the hell out of me. And then well, you get these like great... I said, well, you, you got the facts. So You right. also get this great, <clears throat> like, when they're adding to the intensity of it, they always use Will Buxton for it, and it's always yeah. just like, dramatic pause if you want to win an f1 you have to 
cross the finish line first. Yeah, he's the 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 and fucking in, John Madden in, of F1. In order to do that, <laughs> you have to make it through That's 52 perfect. lapsers. Yeah, exactly. He's the John Madden of F1. I just <clears throat> I I if, really got tired of Will Buxton after I followed him on Twitter. <laughs> and just like all the shit he tweets and he's just like He's just like so passionate about all the things that he cares about that it's almost fucking annoying, especially when they're like mass tragedies. Like there was some kind of shoot, shooting. I don't remember if it was the one in Texas or something, but there was a shooting in America and it's really fucked up that we don't just know them. <laughs> it was just shooting it, number 10 this one month, of those you know, ones. whatever. Yeah. And he was just like, you know, the US government needs to do this, they need to do that, you do this. And it's like, you're a fucking f1 commentator you don't know dick about shit when it comes to guns in america except that they exist and they can hurt people or to death you know yeah and like a lot of people um but we're not gonna get political we're podcast. not gonna get political it's just he just annoys the piss out of me when he does that kind of shit yeah i didn't followed him on anything i just like it was the really drive to survive was when i started like getting a little irritated about like everything it's just, like they cut to him and it's always like uh, to to win, you've got to be number one. And it's like it's always that they always kind of do it in the same way, where he's just kind of like taken back on his thoughts for a second. He's just like, oh, yeah, it's dramatic pause, man. Yeah, it's the dramatic pause. Yeah. But he sounds like you know, like he's just <laughs> trying to gather his thoughts, and they're just like his brain's going, say smart words, right. You need to change your tires when your tires get old. Yeah. In order to do a fast pit stop, you have to change all of your tires before everyone else does. To make the car go down the track, you have to hit the pedal on the right side. (laughs) In order to make it through a turn... You have to hit the brakes, but you have to hit the brakes after your competitor. Can you imagine him uh, in a uh, fast food just, uh, yeah. drive through? <clears throat> I would like a burger with cheese, but no lettuce. In I would like a burger with cheese, hunger. but not a cheeseburger. <laughs> in order to quench my thirst... I would like a large Sprite. Mm, he would Ooh, that does sound really good right now. Yeah. I love some Sprite. Yeah. You, you what like is a, that supposed get... to mean, Jake? No, you it sounds means like whatever a you want, to mean, want it to mean. I just feel like, you know, if Can I, I was invited to a Buxton's house and I was like, hey, man, I'm thirsty. He's like, oh, do you want a beer? And I'm like, sure. And he opens his fridge. There's, sure, there's beer in there, milk, orange juice, whatever. But there's also a full 12-pack of Sprite. <laughs> He's probably got an entire room for all the fucking bracelets he wears, too. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, you have one bracelet on. Will Buxton's got, like, you know, he's got fucking beads and all kinds of other shit on there. He's got this, he's got the same vibe, like, you know, the just, I don't want to stereotype one. 
Yes, the Johnny Depp or like the, the girl who had a life changing moment because she once pet a heavily sedated tiger in Thailand. Right. Spirit to her, he he is definitely trying to pick up women that make dream catchers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> his house is probably just like multicultural as fuck. Like there's just something from every continent in every room. Yeah. I need a, a earth color button up shirt, and I'm gonna unbutton the top three buttons. There's a picture of him with a bunch of kids in like a rural part of Thailand and they have no idea who the fuck he is, but they're all smiling. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because they think the white man is funny. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Will Buxton. Fucking Will Buxton. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He seems decent enough. He seems decent. He's just annoying as fuck to listen to. He seems like the kind of guy that like... (laughs) Which is not good for your career. (laughs) Yeah, because that's what he does is talk. (laughs) That's all he does. He also seems like... He seems like the guy who's got a picture on his wall of a tiger that he symbolically adopted, and he loves to tell everyone about (laughs) it. Well, I will say, I was watching testing, and... uh, they he did some uh, up and down the paddock, you know, interviews and <laughs> not interviews, but you know, just some commentation. And I, I, you know, he wasn't he didn't ramble on and go to, oh, you know, no, no, you're dramatic. right. There, there he, is. He, he seemed he seemed f one enthused and you know, test no, I'm not saying kind of not saying he accidentally so. got there. He didn't fucking land no, 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 stroll no. his way into his position. No. But no. But like Netflix, we'll talk about Lance Stroll landing spent... here in a second. And you know what else did it? <laughs> F1 uh the game, F1 2021. His part in that annoyed me too. Well, so there's there's two kinds of Will Buxton. There's boots on the ground Will Buxton and then there's Will Buxton when he has to speak just into a microphone that's inside someplace <laughs> there's, and there's they even they did even ripped on him pretty good in the very first testing it was like the first five minutes yeah, they and the commentary the box and it's like pause. yeah it's like Will King of the Dramatic Pause Buxton, Buxton <laughs> sitting here with yeah. me and he's just like ha 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 I'm gonna fucking kill you yeah I like that. There's boots on the ground, Will Buxton, and then there's loafers in the air, Will Buxton, and loafers in the air is like <laughs> when his feet are crossed. Then he's like doing an interview, like sitting down. Boots on the ground, Will is okay. I gotta ask, ask everyone at least one question on the way down the paddock. And loafers in the air, he's just like, <laughs> is that sleeping? Is he sleeping? <laughs> Is he looking at the clouds? What is for that those face? in the audience? It looks like Tyler is staring at the sun. It looks like he's trying to read Mercedes a Mercedes <laughs> switching to black changed the whole dynamic of the team. Yeah. And it was a ripple effect that you could feel all the way down the paddock. <laughs> Everyone that was a good Will Buxton other yeah. than the cadence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why they changed their thing to black was because that's the color of Woven carbon, carbon fire. <laughs> they were yeah, they're like, saving weight. We're, we're gonna save money by not painting the car, so we can afford that catering that Red Bull got. Yeah, but like you know, if Lewis or George has one extra orange juice that morning, it's gonna totally negate the you know weight drop of the fucking no paint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Toto's gonna be walking around. He's gonna be slapping orange juice out of people's hands. How many shits did you have today? You fucking yeah. go shit before the race right now. <laughs> Yeah, it becomes a wrestling Fuck coach, me. so you got to make weight. Go <laughs> shit. Go shit Your right now. today is a protein bar. One. You can divide <laughs> yeah, it up how you want. <laughs> yeah, so 
you know, what are you going to do about Will Buxton? But um, he's, some... a, he's a character. I enjoy him as a commentator, but I enjoy boots in the ground. Netflix ruined him. Will Buxton. I enjoy Will Buxton on the ground. Someone else I enjoy on the ground is Lance Stroll because he crashed <laughs> this fucking bike. Did he crash it or did Alonzo run him over? Yeah, I, don't I, know. <laughs> I think we shared some gif about that it was just like his dad was like say you have to say he's the best driver and then you see him riding down the driving down the road and sees him ride his bike and runs his ass over let's just say this off the top before we get like too into it lance Stroll crashed his bike um in preseason testing or before preseason testing started <clears throat> so he couldn't participate in preseason he couldn't testing. participate he is okay but he's gonna sit out the first weekend um to heal up which is bad you know so what it sucks what kind of injury did he sustain like did he scrape his i heard he knee broke his or... wrists oh ouch yeah so i think it was like a over the handlebars situation and i, I mean I lost my injuries in my life yeah. before. It sucks. But and I mean, I you don't want to drive impaired either. So no, you really don't. <laughs> you mean injured? I mean... <laughs> well, if he's he's got like broken wrists, he's impaired. he already drives impaired. Yeah. I know, I know, he's Canadian, but goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, that's the thing. They're like, hey, if you just don't house 16 beers before you get into the car, you might fucking do better. Just 16 saying. Molsons? Yeah. <laughs> Too much Canadian mist, huh? Yeah. yeah it's, instead of Arbor mist, it's Canadian mist. It's their <laughs> version of like those weird like wine drinks or whatever. Right. So the F1 website doesn't really have a lot of details on the crash, just that it was a minor accident incident. Sorry. And it ruled them out of the three-day um, preseason testing session. And they are going to extend that to the first weekend. So that's probably just a lot of precautionary shit. Um, if if it was an over-the-handlebar situation where he, like, launched over, I mean, anyone that's done this has been there. You put your hands out. If he fractured those wrists or even just sprained him really bad, which I would think is probably a sprain, not a break, if he's only going to be out for the first week. Yeah, it's uh, still gonna be hard to turn a F one car's steering wheel. Exa- yeah, exactly. So they're probably just yeah. being extra cautious. They want to make sure he's fully healed up so he doesn't do more damage. I think yeah. his dad wants to test out the their backup driver and just see like maybe yeah. if I have <laughs> right. Yeah, he Fernando was fine Alonso. two weeks ago. It's just they wanted to see uh, how this other driver can do. They just yeah, have I a think... really good. They want to <laughs> keep the tradition going of not starting a season with both their drivers. <laughs> also, was it a was it a bike crash? Did anyone have any video of the bike crash, or did just like Lawrence Stroll come unfucking glued on him for some reason? When he's just like, Dad, is he going to listen to everything I say? And it just like beats the shit out of me. He's like, you do every fucking thing he says. How about that? <laughs> when everyone talks about him, they talk about him, the two time world champion Fernando Alonso. When they talk about you, they talk about my dumb fuck Canadian son who barely knows how to drive a fucking car. He probably got mad at him and stuck a pipe in his spokes or something. People refer to you as the true value Nicholas Latifi. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fucking low. That's a joke for the American audience members. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so at any rate, so he's not going to be racing this weekend, and their backup driver, um, Staffel Van Droon, Van, Van Dorn, Van Dorn, I think. No, 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 it's not, it's, it's Felipe Drogovic. That's yeah, it. it's Dro- yeah, Drogovic. 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 Yeah, because he's already got a little time in the car and testing, and uh, yeah, he's the obvious choice to go forward for race weekend. Hulkenberg. Oh, wait. Yeah, exactly. I just I saw another gif and it was like Hulkenberg running, and it was just like uh, getting all excited, like when you have a chance to drive, but you realize you have a full time seat this year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what was that, Uh, Jake? You were saying that you heard a rumor about uh, possibly having Vettel coming and taking that spot. Yes. So race weekend. I read something on a meme page, um, and I just got really excited about it. But oh. I was saying that meme page is your first red flag. Well, I know, but I was a little more meme when I saw it. That's why I texted like thirty times because I was trying to get it out as fast as I could. But I was like with one eye open, kind of a deal. And um, one can dream. Yeah. And so, but basically, what it said was that um, it it wouldn't be out of the norm for them to oh, call yeah. Vettel in to do a race. Plenty of race experience. Plenty, Plenty of race experience is better than the fucking car before, you know? Um, yeah. His race suit, race suit doesn't have team. any holes in it. Yeah. Knows the yeah, team. Exactly. It would have been a really seamless. His uh, wrists also, aren't uh, currently broken. didn't get to race on this track last year, so fucking. Oh, he didn't. Go. Yeah, I forgot he had That's COVID right. The first one. Yeah. yeah. Two, three That's why I races? said that they don't like starting the season with both of their full-time drivers. That's a new tradition that. <laughs> Austin yeah. Martin. They just needed it's Lance weird to flex, but okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that was the only opportunity great. to get points on the board if we don't have our full time track. We're like, Dad, I really don't like this track. Can you can you kind of like it's too take an high. injury? And I have drove there last me? year. Right. Um, watch them get Seb Vettel and then they get a one two finish. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that'd be dope. <laughs> Well, they hey, talked about that Lance. Austin Martin looks really strong this year. It does, though. I mean, in testing, it it didn't start strong, but it, <laughs> yeah, it, it came it to its really own strong tra- testing. Because Lance wasn't fucking driving it also. Yeah. Well, Dragogovic, Dr- 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 whatever his name is. Dragovic. Uh, what was it? The first D-nuts. five. Within the first 10 minutes of testing, the testing weekend, his car failed on him, and he had a. <laughs> they had to red flag it and flat it right. back to the paddock. But it was out, I think, later in the day. So, yeah. I will say that um, now that we've kind of covered Lance, we can move on to the uh, preseason testing. Just yeah, so let's let's move on to testing. where our focus is. We, we've ripped Lance long enough tonight. We've yeah, got kind of like the paper did to his palms. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like his dad did to his wrists. It wasn't a bike accident. His dad just pushed him down some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his dad fucking beat, beat him with the top piece of like a fucking floor jack. <laughs> uh, or a hockey. Um, I mean, they're Canadian. It could have been a hockey stick too. Let's be real here. No, they're they're French Canadian. So with a white flagpole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was dad was beating him saying like, do you give up now? Do you fucking give up now? You know, people give the French a lot of shit for surrendering, but if it wasn't for them, we'd be speaking 
English. <laughs> I saved our ass in the world for 1812, was it? And in the Revolutionary War, too, Trent. Sure, sure. Yeah. They they <laughs> they helped us. And then in World War One we helped them. them. And, yeah. and, and we've already had this history lesson. Them. We already had this history lesson a couple of podcasts ago. <clears throat> it's not my fault that the French were so narrow minded to dump all their resources into one defense. And then lo and behold, the Germans had resources to go around the defense because the defense wasn't like a circle, it was a line. But we're not going to get into that. It's a different podcast. It oh. is a different podcast, and, and that we could just rip on them for hours. I don't even um, know if I hit record yet, did I? Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I was like, <laughs> talking for 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> so let's talk about preseason testing. And one thing I want to say off the top, off the very top, is you have to take everything you see in preseason testing with a, lot a of large... Fist-sized grain of salt because people like in the past, Mercedes are really fucking good about sandbagging. I cannot tell you how many seasons I watched preseason testing where I was like, my God, this is finally the year. Mercedes is putting lap times that are mid-pack at best and Ferrari's on top. Only to have Mercedes go, let's turn it up to, you know, six and then have them completely decimate everyone. Yeah, and they're they're running... Sorry, I was going to say they run different fuel loads. There's different compounds and tires. Yeah, different the conditions. The whole thing is testing. It's just testing. You're They're running testing through their cars, running through his paces. Yeah, making sure everything hmm. works proper. So times don't mean shit. But yeah. there was oh fuck. But God right. damn it! Keep going. Real, real I totally good. forgot what I was going to say. God damn, it was so important. Real too. good out there. <clears throat> Yeah, um, sure. They look real good out there in testing conditions. <laughs> this is like the best conditions. <laughs> Low yeah. fuel, new tires, <laughs> putting in Fair. pretty impressive lap time. And I just clicked also, like, you know how like I bet the way for them to save money on development is they just use the same library every year. Yeah. That's probably why <laughs> so, they do it. What did you guys it. think of I've heard it I heard it mentioned a couple times during uh the testing broadcast. Max Verstappen did the first first half of testing, you know, and then Checo was going to get the second half. No other team did that. What does that say? I mean, that like they were saying it was showing Max is showing a lot of confidence because it didn't it, he didn't get to test the car under night conditions. But once right. uh, he didn't, you know, he didn't get to test the track and car under track optimal conditions uh after cars oh, also... have put down a bunch of rubber it, it shows a lot of uh confidence in himself and in the car to do that. yeah and they'll also have you know going into next weekend because they're racing at the same racetrack that they're doing preseason testing at so he will get the practice sessions under more race-like conditions um to get a better feel for the car but i mean he it could be a, just a really good car for them. So that's why he's feeling confident behind it. And there's not a whole lot of bugs to work out. Yeah. Well, uh, so you're not wrong. They looked good. All their. Yeah. They look good all see, weekend. When they did like the green dye and stuff to make, see how airflow was going. So they showed yeah, a bunch that... of cars. It's all fucked up. And then like the Red Bulls very. Yeah, that wow, deep very cut impressive. under the side pod just shows like 
the biggest green streak going through it when they had it on there. And it's just like, that's like the perfect little, there's no pockets of air just causing drag. It's just Mm -hmm. perfectly seamless flow. Yeah. Until a Mercedes puts its tire on the side there and fucks all that up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Did you see the um, uh, the the really pointy offshoots that are right behind the front tires of uh, the Mercedes cars? Yeah, they said it was the anti Verstappen (laughs) 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 countermeasures. And they went side podless again. They 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 shaved the side pods off those Mercedes. Still, Um, it does well. Although with that mirror mount that comes out, that looks like a side pod intake, but all it is it's a big wing basically to divert right. energy into their side pods which i think they made the the opening a bit larger because it did seem a little bit more pronounced i could definitely see a hole like an intake over last year it was maybe it was because of the silver car i don't know but i could it looked a little bit bigger of an intake a little bit more of a i don't want to say side pod because there was no pod there but Right, but I get what you're saying. Like, when you look on it, it kind of takes that same silhouette. Yeah. Well, at first, I was thinking that those, uh, that wing that came out for the mirrors was side pod because it was so black, it looked like a big hole. So I was like, oh man, they got like their side pods like jutted out. Mm -hmm. No, it was just just (laughs) the wings. It was like an aerodynamic thing to aim air into the side pods. They do have a very big, um update package coming very soon to mercedes we're talking huge and i they released the details earlier today but i just i completely forgot to read it so but it's gonna be like car changing i don't really get about the upgrade packages like i know teams talk about them like oh we got these upgrades coming and upgrade packages like so what's the deal with like the beginning of the the, we unveil our car but it's going to change throughout the year well, because so, so think of like the off season; it's really fucking short. So you have to do R and D and build the parts and make them available for the car <clears throat> for two cars. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of shit. So what they usually do is they they make the car they can make and make it as good as they can with current tech, and then as new tech comes in, they just develop more and more parts for it. That's why like. You'll have, you know, halfway through like the racing season, you'll have some people get major upgrades. <clears throat> you know, usually I think it's like after Monaco, they get big upgrades um, because that's just when they're available. They put them on the car. Yeah, and it's like the teams do all this research and development and stuff. And then that's when they can deliver new parts. Yeah, it almost happens like real time sometimes too, where they're just using hard data from actual racing conditions, especially if it's a new car, new year. And um, then they can like develop it. So like, say they're in like the first two Grand Prix, and they're like, "Man, we're doing dope," but the nose wing and and the uh, spoiler in the back, they're kind of causing a little drag. So what if we tweaked it like this? And then they're gonna R and D that as much as they can. And it might be six, seven weeks later, but they got the parts made and they got them yeah. sent out, waiting for them at the so, next track. As long as they keep it within FIA parameters, they can tweak and modify the car as much as yep. they want and keep it under mm-hmm. cost cap and yep. they can mm-hmm. just do whatever okay cool do whatever yeah within get, reason you know yeah there's still like you know certain parameters on like 
wing size i'm sure yeah yeah you know i mean they have those the new body style they have to kind of configure to so they have to stay within those oh which brings up another thing uh on the front wing on the side walls of the front wing now uh what was it mercedes got got penalized for it a year or two ago for having uh something that sticks out on the wing an aerodynamic thing but now Haas did it and they did it somehow within the rules well so if it was two or and three years ago Mercedes car. doing it too mm-hmm. well it might have been last year I don't know I, it was somehow they tweaked it enough to be within the rules and now Mercedes followed and they mm-hmm. both have the same kind of like within the front wing another aerodynamic thing on the mm-hmm. inside of the wing that makes it I don't know. It's so technical. It yeah, lot of, lots of big brain power going on in yeah. the uh, <clears throat> engineering departments and whatnot. Lots of nerds with yeah, pocket protectors and taped up glasses sitting around. Yeah, good teeth though. I mean they have braces. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so testing, um honestly. Annie and I tried to watch all of them, but I didn't realize They're each big. one was four and a half yeah, hours yeah, long. It's a big, yeah, it's a lot. So big. we ended up watching the first two sessions and the last session, and then the yeah. highlights of the others. I watched <laughs> the highlights, and I caught those the other night. Um, so I had to do some overtime with a lot of sitting. Um, I read a few things. That's all I did. I and uh, yeah, I, I mean, had a like couple. A- couple spins there was a spin here and there a couple guys went off track nothing really eventful it was just testing yeah it was just testing but my biggest takeaway from testing is um, red bull still number one Woo! um and that uh mclaren is they sh- it seemed like they struggled a little bit during testing and like they, they had to like rework like some airpods on the side and i'm not just saying that because i don't know fucking where mine are um yeah but well, even uh, zach brown said that they were not where they wanted to be yeah they all. didn't hit like off-season like testing benchmarks or some shit like that or design benchmarks so i think that they're going to be starting the season on the wrong foot yeah my favorite part about mclaren this year was um all the uh <clears throat> like promo photos for the new car had the uh floor blurred out uh when they unveiled the car live they had a, a thing that was over the floor so you couldn't see the side floor or the floor of the car at all um like where the side pod comes down to the floor you know what i'm talking about so they had like a the driving flat, over the it or deck something? basically like what the car sits on. yeah they had like a, a big thing on it to cover all the details and when they did um so each team gets time on the track private by themselves and they can do film and all That's that the stuff. shakedown yeah no one else can be there that kind of a deal and when they released some of the footage from that shakedown uh the side was all blurred out not the side pod but again like this is the floor of the side and so everyone's like "Ooh, what's mclaren got up their sleeves and then everyone's on testing day and it looks exactly the fucking same as last year (laughs) (laughs) they're just doing the fake out they're blurring out that we had no good ideas (laughs) yeah Yeah. pretty much (laughs) it cost him a lot of money to cut danny rick loose so yeah, yeah. <laughs> which i'm sure he like after his, i know it's testing take it with a grain of salt but after that it was just like ha, ha, fuck yeah yeah 
And then well, I did go back into our group message and see what you were talking about, and it was the Red Bull like case of Red Bulls, and it's got Max Verstappen yeah. and Danny Ricardo on it. <laughs> like, With no Checo. Well, no I Checo. guess guess who's leaving Red Bull at the end of this season? No shit. They got Danny Rick back. They don't need Checo no more. Yeah. I, I mean, you know what's messed up is I mean, even though I love Danny Rick, Checo may be a better driver, but Danny Rick brings in so much more sponsorship though right. with Netflix is like he's the Netflix golden boy for Drive to Survive. Mm-hmm. What are they yeah. gonna do now that he's not gonna be in next season? Well, he's just a character, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I know it's um it's it's gonna be interesting because I do like seeing Danny Rick and Drive to Survive. Um and so we'll see. I'm I don't doubt that um <laughs> Checo's probably got to bring his A game this season, knowing full oh. well, like, hey, if you don't fucking kill it, hey, or do what we want you to do, Danny Rick will be back. So I'm sure at this point they're like, hey, um, Danny Rick, are you cool with being a number two driver? And they grab his racing helmet and go up and down. They're like, yes, I am. As <clears> soon, <throat> as soon as as Ricardo signed that piece of paper, Checo knew he had to. Right. Step his shit up. Yeah. The favorite child has come home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there, and like... plus there's that bromance with fucking Ricardo and Verstappen, anywho. Yeah, they had like all the promo videos of them together was great. Like when they were driving the Austin Martins around the Red Bull ring, towing fucking um caravans behind them for the mm-hmm. English listeners yeah. or RVs for us. <laughs> um, that was good. I don't know. They always just had great videos together. So another crazy McLaren news that came out um, is talk of a new engine supplier for them. For McLaren, they're going to go. They're getting Mercedes right now, right? Yes, they are. They're getting currently. They're getting Mercedes, as is most of the grid, really. But in 2026, they're going to be getting Honda. Oh no! What? Oh, hey, Honda. Honda's Honda. coming home. Honda's hey. coming back. So if you're keeping score at home, that means in 2026, the engine manufacturers could be Mercedes, Ferrari, Renault, Honda, Ford, Audi, and potentially Cadillac. Don't let me hang it. Oh, yeah. Porsche? So, no, Cadillac. Oh. That's because didn't I thought. Honda wanted out. That's why they, yeah, for Andretti. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. That, um, that's why it's potential. So we could have six. So out of the ten teams, there's going to be six, six yeah. engine providers. <laughs> and Mercedes <laughs> is going to be making not as much money anymore. Yeah. Um. I thought Honda wanted to be done with the sport. I thought they uh, were. I guess not. I guess okay. not. They just want to be there's done. There's a lot with of it. money involved. I don't know why they want to be out. They make. They should have engines. a whole team. Yeah. Um, and then, the, I mean, they were longtime partners with uh, McLaren too. Like even as far back as like the '90s, like when Senna yeah. was still around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they won a couple championships together. And well, uh, they, that... and they they first got out of F1 because they wanted to move all that money that F1 takes to research and development on hydrogen cars. And you can see where that's got them. Did you even know there was a Honda model that runs on hydrogen? I did not. Okay. Well, that's because 
no one gave a fuck. <laughs> so uh, that was, I think that was around the time that everyone was like talking about using ethanol from corn and all that stuff. And like secondary fuels were like really the, the oh, yeah, the big like, cheese back in like 2010. We're talking like maybe even earlier than like 05. Yeah, I remember seeing something on the news about like a hydrogen car being developed, but it really didn't take off. No, it didn't. It was Honda that was doing that, and they're like, oh, the only byproduct is water. Uh, And then you're like, yeah, well, whatever. (laughs) I think cars that run on methane do better than hydrogen, but it's whatever. Um, So yeah, they they got out because they need more money for that kind of shit, and uh, now they they try to get back in with uh, Red Bull and I think I think Red Bull is just really hard to work for. I think that they they demand a lot and they expect yeah, a lot, they and they probably expect and demand more than some because <clears throat> you have people that make you know good motors that get you decent results like Renault and Honda, who's got a pedigree, and then they just work for Red Bull and they don't get shit done. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Red Bull did win races, you know, with Honda motors, but they're still like they suck. Yeah. Well, and, you know, Red Bull's got, they got their big new engine <laughs> sponsor, like we talked about in the last podcast, yeah. um, which is also that engine sponsor Sorry. coming home because that was, Red Bull used <clears throat> to be the... Um, uh, Jaguar. It was Jaguar, and before that it was some other team, but it was, they were all like Ford supplied engines. Yeah, um, Jaguar ran with Ford Motors. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you good there, Dave? No, I tried to mute it, but I couldn't. I couldn't focus. Man. I had. Uh, oh, get you Samantha histamines. <laughs> what? Oh Jesus Christ! I would do it again. So with like I said, with that, this, with, there's going to be a lot of potential engine suppliers by the time we 2026 rolls about. So that'll be uh, fun, interesting, and uh, annoying to some. Because yeah. I mean, I'm excited really... for it. I think there should be more options. Too. Like it, right now, it's like. Oh, okay. Who do you want to buy an engine from? Ferrari or Mercedes? Who's it going to be? Or Renault. Or Renault. And now you're going to have like a plethora of options. And like, <clears throat> also, Ferrari and Red Bull is not going to have this massive amount of data that they can get of like how yeah. their engines are doing in different cars, for one. So it makes it a little Mercedes. more. Yeah, and Mercedes. Um, And two, <clears throat> it's going to be a little like, less because right now you could put like a mercedes driver in the mercedes like track i guess you would say mm-hmm. or like in a driver academy you could go to a team that's supplying them buying their engines be like hey will you buy our engines but will you hire this driver so we could develop them so that right. they can move their way past your bullshit team and come to mercedes um you're not really going to see that or you will but you'll see it with like someone who's sponsored by Ford um, or somebody else, or maybe they just won't give a shit. So then it's like the teams, instead of choosing like the people that have made the, I'm not going to say right decisions, but have like kissed the correct asses to get into like these driver (laughs) academies, you might see other people having a better shot at it. I think so too. And it'll be really interesting to see who takes advantage of some of the new engine suppliers i i think some of the teams that buy motors from certain teams are probably not going to not buy them like williams for example is probably not going to buy anything that's not mercedes no alpatari is not going to buy anything that's not ford yeah 
And there were some rumors that Alphatari might get sold soon, but they they've all squashed that. They say no. Yeah, that was all dispelled. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, Haas might still buy Ferrari. They buy Gene Haas even said and Drive to Survive. We buy everything from Ferrari that we can. Yeah, everything else I mean, we develop ourselves. But I but he's like we buy everything from Ferrari and. I don't know if you're buying Arrow from Ferrari that was developed around the power plant, it just makes sense to have that power plant. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, if they're the American company, quote unquote, right. um, <clears throat> it could look good having Ford as a business partner or not a business partner, but buy engines from Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't That's know. We'll pedigree. see. But, yeah. And Ford, we have seen historically outrace Ferrari. Um, so shut the fuck up you shut your goddamn <laughs> dirty mouth shut your goddamn dirty heat shut mouth. your fucking dirty mouth <laughs> we Sorry, already did just... the we already broke that down about how it's just an asshole company that's coming for the one thing that people want from a family-owned company <laughs> um so i don't know we'll see um <clears throat> i'm excited to see how that plays out um and hopefully it's just for the benefit of fans of the sport um yeah more more decisions for teams to make like more variety of choices to be had is just going to make everything better it's going to make it more competitive it's going to make it more fun you know there's going to be more drama you know like it'll be like oh man this team was really dominant on the honda motor and they switched over to the ford motor now they're doing dog shit what is it's just gonna be better it's gonna be more fun to say that it's 2023 so yeah, the uh, pre preseason testing is just kind of a, a a fun, silly mess of people that like to sandbag a lot. So, like I said at the top of the uh, segment, there just take everything you see with a grain of salt. It, this is yeah. not indicative of what this is not a prediction of what's going to happen throughout the season. It's going to be vastly different no. because if it was, for yeah, it wouldn't have gone just... sixteen years without winning a championship. Yeah, it's, <laughs> if anything we've learned from preseason testing this year, especially, is that. Um, Lance Stroll still sucks, and Will Buxton is going to make it dramatic as possible. Right. And a lot of preseason testing in Mercedes' dominant years made it seem like they were missing a couple of spark plug wires and running on, like, less cylinders, if you know what I mean. Very slow. Hmm. And then Well, Hamilton sudden... did say they're, they've got a lot of they've, – they've made improvements, but they still got a lot of ground to cover. So it is almost <clears throat> as regular as the sun coming up in the east – that Hamilton says we're terrible in preseason testing. Yeah, that's true. Mercedes is pretty uh, <coughs> synonymous for being very, very negative. Yeah, they like on to themselves. everything. Yeah, they're just so. they're not they're very pessimistic. They're not an optimistic right. team. So we're gonna cut through the bullshit now, and we're gonna give you our season predictions. Red Bull, oh. third-time world champion. Woo! Oh, fuck. Why even... Yeah, you don't even get to talk. We already know what you want. Wow. Well, I mean, really, we could just look at the three of us and go, oh, I know what they're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me guess. It's it's our year. That, you might be Ferrari. surprised. I, Did you so guys I, get that thing I'll I sent you? And oh, it was real quick. And it was the comparison of, like, for F1 teams to football teams. And the Dude, Ferrari I sent one. that to you right oh, before that's... you sent that. 
Oh, okay. I didn't see that. And um, <laughs> my favorite was the Dallas Cowboys one. And it was yeah. the Ferrari fans. And just like, <laughs> just in quotes, it's our year. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so to lead off my season prediction, it's our year. I think that... <laughs> um, optimistically, I I think that Ferrari's really been putting the work in. Charlotte Claire's really been hitting hard training in the offseason. Carlos Sainz is a fucking phenom. And I think that if they don't if they don't get world champion this year, they're going to be that much closer to getting world champion. I think yeah. that their rise to getting that ship one more time is going to take a couple more years. Just one more time. Uh <clears throat> Well, yeah, to add to their massive pile of championship trophies, yeah. So, to to get to that spot, it's going to take, you know, another year, another two years, whatever. But I think that it will happen. It could happen this year. You're not going to see Charlotte Claire and Carlos Sainz out of the top five. I'm going to say that. There's a couple races last year where Carlos Sainz wasn't in the top five. Well, they got a new motor this year. They got a new car this year. He was in the top one or two of drivers that retired from the race hey yeah this is it's... first year with ferrari give him a couple give him a fucking break <laughs> he'll be no, fine this... he'll be fine i think this year's gonna be a breakout year, year with him yeah yeah in ferrari but that my predictions aren't coming yet no i don't so... think last year wasn't his first year at ferrari it was his second year for it was second year whatever second year jitters Sophomore year things, yeah, their thing. Um, yeah, so, I think that I just be good. got a big contract extension. I'm gonna slide on the track. Yeah, it did, it did kind of happen that way, huh? I think that Hamilton and George Russell are also going to be right on top two. I don't think that they're going to be like they were last year. I think last year was a bit of a fluke, a bit of a fuck them up. And, no, I think. Yeah, no, I think. I, I'm on the camp of Mercedes coming coming strong this year. They're going to come strong this year. They're not going to fuck around this year. I know that. Um, no. But and that'll be good to see too with like George Russell because George Russell did very well last season. He was very consistent. Whereas Hamilton was like like up and down and shit. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm hoping that George Russell gets at least like two w's this year but like you know not enough to like fuck the championship up or anything like that so Uh... i think like realistic predictions is going to be um if i want to be realistic and totally objective i think that red bull might pull off the three-peat i think that mercedes might come in third to ferrari again and I think that best of the rest is going to be either Alpine or I'm going to have to say it, Austin Martin. Mm. Optimistically, and this isn't even really that far off of my uh, uh, objective thing, is I think that uh, Ferrari wins the championship, brings the ship back <laughs> home. I think that That'd Mercedes either beats or loses the second place spot for constructors by a point or two. It's going to be a point or two difference because I think that that uh, you, you've got the uh, skill of uh, Max V and Sergio Perez, but I feel like they're 
their hubris is going to be their biggest downfall. And I think that that uh, the Giants going to be toppled because they're so overconfident. It's going to be silly things. It's not going to be, you know, fucked up strategy. It's going to be like little things like that, like fucked up strategy calls or something where like, oh, yeah, we, we could totally be on the tires for this long. And then something silly happens and they and they can't or they miss out on a red flag or, or a safety car or whatever the fuck. But it's going to be a, a, a difference between a point or two on their constructors thing. So, yeah. all right. Right. In last place, I think last place could be Haas this year. I think Williams finishes above Haas. Um. All right. My turn. Sure. Sure. Um. I think Red Bull's going to go for the three peat. I think they got momentum. I think they're going to capitalize on that. Uh, non biased opinion, of course. My fiance is also home now. Um. Hi, Kristen. Everyone says hello. Uh. I think. Um. Second place is going to be Ferrari. Um, I think that they're going to do pretty dominant, and I think that maybe Mercedes is still going to be a little rattled from last season. And third place, I'd say, is Mercedes. Um, I think best the rest, uh, as far as that goes, I think it's going to be a little mixed up. Like, I bet that um, you'll see Austin Martin and Alpine doing really well. Um, Alpine, I'm thinking maybe more podiums than they have had in the past and mm-hmm. maybe uh, a couple more wins, especially from, um, Pierre Gasly. Right. I think Williams will do much better than they have in the past. They had a lot of momentum, uh, the last two years. I think they're going to keep capitalizing on that. Uh, and I think the team that's going to, do the standout team for doing much worse this year is I think is going to be the papaya team of McLaren. I think they're going to be Papui this year. Um, Baby, just I just I don't know. It's just the pre-season testing. I know you got to take it with a grain of salt. I feel it kind of resonated with me, and I think they're going to be starting off on the wrong foot. I think it's because they had to ship, spend a shitload of their development money on getting Danny Ricardo out of his contract, who I'm sure is like. Fuck yeah, right now. Like I'm back home. That team sucks. Yada yada yada. Right. Well, so here's the other thing is like when you bring in a new driver, you usually want to have a veteran on the team. And I'm not saying that Lando Norris isn't good. He's got the skills. But has he done enough in F1 to call him a vet at this point? I would no, say I'd, no. I'd say he's seasoned, but I wouldn't call him like no. a battle-hardened yeah. F1 veteran. Right. No. You know? Yeah, he's got a couple of seasons under his belt. He's a novice at best. Whoa. Well, wow. I mean, he's a pro, but novice <laughs> in the field of F1 drivers. Sure, he's sure, only, sure. So, you know, he's only been around a couple of years. To kind of like compare to that, I think Charles Leclerc has been in F1 for a year longer than him. But because of the battles he's done and where he's finished, I would I would say that he's flirting with the vet status. Uh, right. Maybe. All right. Like, I think that, like, so another way, to think about it, another way to think about it is, like, if you had two teams on equal footing and you had Lando Norris as number one and Charlotte Claire as number one and you brought in a brand new driver on both those teams, I think Charlotte Claire would have more to give to that driver than Lando Norris. Not that it gets Lando Norris. I'm just thinking, like, Charlotte Claire is hmm. more at this point to give. I well, think right yeah. now, yeah. I'd say that he's been um he has spent more time battling the likes of Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton up towards the front. Right. And we've seen his car 
whether it's his fault or Ferrari's fault, shit the bed at really important times. You know, like right. he shunts it into the wall during qualifying in Monaco and then um, wasn't able to start the Monaco Grand Prix because of that. So he's felt like the F1 lows and like the F1 highs of like winning races and shit. And at one point, like you're fighting for the championship. And we have said um, that he's really good racecraft too. Yes. And Lando Norris like getting back to that comparison i think that he has experienced some of that Mm -hmm. but not on the scale and as hard of a swing as say like charles leclerc has right um and that so i don't know well yeah we'll see that's that's my take on that we'll see i don't know you know it's 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 sport it's the greatest unscripted drama ever like yeah you really have no idea what's gonna happen so dave what's your season prediction well, fuck, man. After uh, Tyler's elaborate hee haw, there I have, man, very limited. All right. Well, well I'm, you don't I'm looking to be different. No, obviously, I have it's a Ferrari okay. bias, so I'm I'm hoping Ferrari like gets their shit together this year and and puts together some wins and some podiums, get some points up in that championship, get that constructors. Hopefully, fuck. After how many years? Jake? I hope he fucks the, too. Yeah. I think this is the 16th year they have not had oh. a uh, championship. You know what? And honestly, I'm going to go in reality here and say it's probably not going to happen. Fucking Red Bull looks too goddamn good. They got a um, lot of momentum right now. Yeah. And they, I mean, Verstappen's got no pause. He, the dude's unstoppable. And as long as he's got a car that's competitive, motherfucker's going to be in, you know, he's going to be in. Number one every time. Yeah, he's on. gonna be one of those, I, one of those I bet blue you. giants. He's gonna burn what, real hot, real, real uh, fast. And then what, what was I don't the know. record he just set for wins last season? Was it thirteen yeah. or some shit? Yeah, isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah, I'm. No. I'm. I would not. I don't want to see it, but I mean, <laughs> just being a Ferrari <laughs> guy, I I do not put it past seeing Max getting fucking fourteen wins this season. It could guy, be. I, I mean, Red Bull looks great. Max is in peak fucking Max. I don't. I see them doing awesome. Um. Yeah. It, it. I mean, to get like with the point that we were making about like people becoming battle hardened, he has also performed very well under pressure. We saw <laughs> that in the last two seasons. We've seen that seasons before that. You know, if he's leading races and stuff and. So right. dude is just to the core a fucking driver. He's a yeah, racing he's earned, driver. He's earned veteran status at this point, even though he's so you know. It was funny that... is like, what is it? How long has he been in F one? And he's uh, think... how old? He's the dude's yeah. Been, think... He's like a veteran. At, I think like, he's been like, like six or seven years, years now. Yeah, I think right. he started when he was sixteen. I think 16 he was sixteen or seventeen, something like that. Yeah, when he, he wasn't started... old enough to drive in the Netherlands, but he was able to. Uh... Uh, dr- he had a super license, but not a license. Yeah, but not yeah. a driver's license. Yeah. Put it this way. <laughs> Which he still I, had to test for, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it, it came at a really good time because, like, Red Bull's backup driver at, or not Red Bull's backup driver, it was Danny Ricardo and Danny Kafia. And Danny Kafia was monster, quite literally, monster trucking through people in um, the the grid like running into people right. and shit so they mm-hmm. finally like they demoted his ass and they brought max or stapping it up and i think that's probably one of the best decisions they made in a really long time yeah, and then danny could be it's uh baby mama demoted his ass also 
Exactly. <laughs> I was going to do the same joke. You for those of you it. not in the know, um, Max's girlfriend, um, what's her name? Something. Uh, it's PK, something PK. Yeah, it's something PK. So she's the daughter of Nelson PK. Um, yeah, the casual who's... racist. The casual racist F1 driver. Mm-hmm. Um, prior, F1 driver. prior to dating, yeah, former F1 driver. Prior to dating Max Verstappen, uh, she was dating Daniel Kafia, a former Red Bull F1 driver, and they have a child together. And then yes. he got demoted. She left his ass and started dating Max. And uh, it's, I have to imagine that's so awkward. He's, He's a just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a, a he struggling single father. Yeah. Yeah. Kid. Both my dads have Red Bull racing jackets in their, yeah. Yeah, in their <laughs> exactly. Weekday daddy says he's better than weekend dad <laughs> driving. Weekend dad can still fit in his suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> weekend dad's got a vodka borscht gut going on right now. Weekday dad can still race under his country's flag. <laughs> Hey, single parenting's no fucking joke. Okay. Hey, single parents rock. Single parents rock. So single, yeah. But I mean, you know, kudos to all the single parents out there. But like, let's be real. Danny Kafia is not fucking struggling as a single father. Like, I'm sure he's got a fucking shitload of money, and he's probably set for the rest of his life. Yeah, the F1 drivers, even the poorest ones, get paid pretty good. So let's move on to since we've done season predictions, we're gonna go on to. The race predictions. Woo! I don't even it's a think more I gave generalized a or focused. Sorry, what? Yeah, you said that Ferrari. Or you said Red Bull is going to win. Um, oh yeah, Ferrari. that's right. Like, you got as far as Red Bull winning and Ferrari, and then I think we kind of derailed you. Did you have anything that's else you want to say? Yeah, do you want to finish? No, your I don't think it matters anymore. It was pretty wow. much uh, Red Bull looks too strong <laughs> right now, <laughs> and. I don't I don't see them being dethroned this year. Yeah, you're probably right. But kudos I would to love to see doing... Ferrari do it, but I just don't see it happening. I got to say, kudos to Dave for doing this podcast, too, because he has to sit between Jake and I, who make it a competition to talk over each other all the time. I mean, it's been since <laughs> we were children, so. <laughs> we manage. We do fine. Yeah, we can just, get better. Though. I can't wait to, for a day that we do this in person, and it's just like fucking forty-five minute argument between me and Jake, and Dave's just laughing in the background. There's, yeah, there's a lot of like That's fingers being be. held up. I yeah, would just be sh- cracking up. I wouldn't be able to hold myself. <laughs> I just gotta I mean, learn to let some jokes go. I get like these jokes in my head. Like I'm like, I have to say this. It's already set up perfectly. I have to hit this punchline, and then you know something happens, and then. I gotta interrupt someone. But anyway, so let's get to um the race predictions. All right. Predictions. We finally get to some race predictions. Let's go in reverse order. So Dave. Dave, oh, Dave. Fuck me. Okay, Dave, so in very first race, Bahrain. All right. Uh, right. Well, you know, obviously I'm a I'm a fan of Ferrari, so I'd love to see them start really well. But man, just honestly, I, I'm I'm on that train that just Max is almost unstoppable, and his his show in preseason testing, showing up the first day and a half, calling it quits. Just I'm okay. I'm ready to go. 
it's it's a show of force, and I think he's. I, I think it's. I think Max is going to take the first race. Uh, I'm. It just. It's just a weird feeling, but. Uh, my my gut instinct is, Red Bull. Goes with one three. Checo's going to finish third. We're mm-hmm. going to see a Ferrari somewhere in the podiums on number two. And then uh, hopefully Carlos Sainz. I'd like to see Carlos Sainz start strong. All right, all right. I don't really have much else for uh, predictions. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, you, you nailed it, so you got the top three, so that's good. Do you have a wild like card? The, the Will Paxton dramatic pause okay. there, too. That wild was good. card. Uh, my wild card is Piastri. Is gonna surprise a couple heads and finish with points on his first race. Ooh, ooh. points. Right. Tenth. Tenth. Nice. All right. <laughs> good. Um, I think that you are gonna keep we're gonna see a repeat of last year. Um, where I think Red Bull's gonna come out very strong. Uh, you'll see Max on the podium, number one. Woo! Uh, probably maybe Hamilton number two and then Charles Leclerc number three. I feel like those were a pretty strong, um, show of force during preseason testing, but we'll see. Um, and then wild card is, yeah, the young guns are going to do well or not the young guns, but the, um, uh, like I bet you see Logan Sargent finishing the points and have a really good race. Oh, um, I, that's not wild card. I'm just saying that's part of my America. Uh, my wild card is that um, maybe Nico Hulkenberg gets on the podium. Mm. That would be pretty good to see. Yeah, final podium. Yeah, exactly. He's just been slowly moving his way back in the field from teams, and why not from be fires to all it yeah. takes is a couple of spin outs, and you're on the podium. He's worked yeah. his back, way back from fire to test driver to full time driver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to from from fire to test driver to backup driver to hey, fucking. He... He might surprise us this year. Yeah. And if it wasn't for him last year, we would not have laughed so hard at, uh, um, you know, uh, Nicholas Latifi being in 21st place out of 20 drivers. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't Hulkenberg that did that. It was uh, DeVries. DeVries. Yeah, yeah, Nick DeVries did. But it pushed. Yeah, I don't know. It, it pushed <laughs> fucking Nicholas Latifi further back because Hulkenberg was also listed <laughs> for having score points and shit. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. That's those are my wild cards. Just, yeah, um, Hulkenberg on the podium. I like right. it. So my That's prediction for the race I want to see is going to be um so Ferrari classically is a very good first couple of races. Uh they usually do <laughs> their best in the first couple of races. So I think that we're gonna see uh Charles Leclerc get uh podium and get first place. And I'm gonna go ahead and say he's gonna get the fastest lap as well. He's gonna get the grand slam on the inaugural run. It's going to be Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton fighting for second and third. And then you're going to follow with Russell, Sainz, and, and Checo. I think that given the way strategy works uh, and all that stuff, Checo is probably going to be really close fourth place. 
followed by Perez, then Russell in sixth, just for the top three teams. <clears throat> but it's definitely going to be Leclerc, um, and then I want to say Max and Hamilton. But I think that what's going to happen is Leclerc and Verstappen are going to be fighting for first second, and that's going to open the door for Hamilton to pass Verstappen. So I'm going to say Leclerc, Hamilton, Verstappen on the first run. That's pretty. That's pretty specific. Yes, I know, but I I, I got a good feeling about this. Dare. And then my wild card right, prediction like is that Dragovic finishes higher this race than Stroll will finish the entire season. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hope that happens. I hope it's like ninth place, like I, or Dragovic. Maybe it's like ninth or tenth place, and like yeah. the best that like. Stroll can do is like 15th and then <laughs> halfway through the season it's like uh they have opted to not extend Lance Stroll's contract it'd be so are they like they need a backup driver so they bring in Nicholas Latifi and then Latifi ends up doing yeah <laughs> but no he's not the backup driver for races he's only allowed to back vehicles up the area right <laughs> So yeah, those are my predictions for the race. Yeah, it's coming down to the wire, and like, um, let's say hypothetically that um, Fernando Alonso is going for championship number three, and it comes out of the last race, it's him and Max. They're like, "Fuck!" Like, okay, just as like an insurance policy, we need Latifi to drive. We need, we might need a yellow flag (laughs) later in the race to make this happen. We need the man. We need the most experienced man for the job. Yeah. We need the king of yellow flags. We need Nicholas. Somebody call Nicholas Latifi, goddammit. Get him out of his fishing hut. We need this to happen. He's the best fall guy in the business. Yeah, like fucking Austin Martin's Secret Service shows up and they're just like, they, they're like, Latifi, we need you. He's bagging groceries at his dad's grocery store. He's just like, I said I was done with this. I'm never He's coming not back. He's bagging groceries. Come on. He's like, all right, we need you. Carts. We need you for one more drive. And he's like, do anything for my country and they're like that's not weird but yeah okay fine yeah, sure whatever dude helicopter. whatever yeah. whatever's gonna get your whatever's gonna have your be there yeah whatever's gonna yeah whatever f's your b just get the fucking helicopter <laughs> yeah. say whatever f's your b yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i think that that's going to bring it close to this f1 tire preference podcast <laughs> yeah. the cool thing is like we have mentioned before um at the start of this podcast in case we hadn't these week are the predictions because we're recording this on a wednesday we will know if they come true in like five days because right. <laughs> the <laughs> first race is this friggin weekend mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. race week it's so good it's yeah. Yeah. it's so good to know the next sunday coming up means there's a race the next time we podcast in three weeks, we're actually going to be able to talk about a race. <laughs> no. So it's the season. So we're going to try and do. So for people that are new or our old listeners, well, uh, we're going to try and do a mom. weekly it's mom and Tommy. Right. We're going to do a weekly <laughs> podcast um, instead of taking these breaks. However, there's a lot going on in our personal lives this year. Um so that might not always happen, and if it's an off week, we might not get you a podcast out. But we are going to try our goddamnedest to record something uh, so before a race during the race week. So there's yeah. going to be a, a two week period there where I'm literally moving 
fucking from one end of the country to the other. So right, but I think yeah. that's during a big break, so it's not a big. It deal. might be. Oh yeah, it's in April. So yeah, when they used when they they have the Chinese Grand Prix, but that's dropped off. So we are going to give out um our race predictions on race weeks. So if if we podcast and there's a two week break. We're not going to give you our predictions for the race. Uh, we're only going to do that right the podcast right before the next race. So it's fresh in everyone's minds. We all know what we said, and we can make fun of each other for being way off base because you <laughs> normally we are. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Our predictions are wildly biased. Right. And... They very much are. Yeah. Right. It's like the thing is like the predictions are always like, oh, you mean. Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes are the top three of this race. Get the fuck out of here. No way. The wild cards are the fun one where it's just like, oh, yeah, Pierre Gasly's going to crash into fucking everyone. He's going to win the race. (laughs) He's going to be the only person that finishes the race. Right, right. Well, there was a couple of times last season where I got so frustrated with Ferrari's performance. I was like, wild card, they win the race. (laughs) (laughs) Wild card, they don't fuck up their own pitch. Yeah, wild card, they don't fucking kill themselves. Yeah. Oh goodness! Yeah. But it's all in good fun. Mm, it's fun. I like to try and be as objective as objective as I possibly can, but it's hard sometimes. Yeah, sometimes rooting for a team that just constantly shoots themselves in the foot. Yep, makes it hard. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it's why rough. it's that's why it's the best uh, unscripted drama that they always say. Right? Yeah. Well, it's... we really hope that you guys will continue to listen to us throughout the uh, season because we're going to be here for you. So, yeah. oh, except for those weeks we said we would. Yeah. Yes. This is going to be a dripping uh, with the juice. Mm-hmm. And with that, um, I'm just going <laughs> to go ahead and say this has been the juicy tire excitement. preference podcast. <laughs> I've been Jake <laughs> here with Tyler. Go ahead and say what's up. Hi. And Dave. Hello. And, uh, if you want to follow us on social media that we really aren't that active on, but fuck it, go ahead and give us her, give her a follow anyway. You can follow me at uh, the Red Kennedy forty five on Instagram and on Twitter. You can follow me at the Red Kennedy. You can follow the Tire Preference Podcast on any podcast site that you get your podcast from. You can follow it on YouTube uh, if you want to do that. We release help on there occasionally too. Um, you can follow. It on Twitter at the Preference Pod, and that's really it for social media. We haven't done a Facebook page or an Instagram page yet. We really haven't needed to. It's hard yeah, work. Too. Maybe this season we'll see. see well, we'll see. We'll see. Go. Just uh, if you're listening, give us a like, give us a comment. It really helps um, with all the silly algorithm shit. Yep. And uh, go ahead and tell a friend about us. And morale. Absolutely. It helps with morale. It helps yeah. with morale. We like the likes. I just, I, I, I would like to say we don't look at them, but we do. We like the likes. So oh, it makes fuck. us feel I, happy. I look at the views all the time. Dave checks at least three times a day. Yeah. Dave goes, we got another view. Cool. Yeah, we're up to five. So that was me. That's great. <laughs> I did that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler, why don't you go ahead and shout out your social meds? You can find me at t.k.66 on Instagram, where I don't post all that often. Uh, but occasionally I do outdoor adventure stuff, and pictures are usually posted there, so you can check that out. Um, I That's it. That's all I got. Um, yeah. That's what's up. All right, Dave, where are you at on the internet? 
Uh, you can find me at the uh, maximum underscore Dave at Instagrams. Uh, I don't post often on my own, but uh, you can always find my wife and I uh, at featuring next Friday on Instagrams, and we post often on our travels around the country. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to follow um, the, uh, if you like watching people play video games and acting a fool, you can follow Dave yeah. and I when we do that on his uh, YouTube thing, Schnickel Fritz, which if you go to the Tire Preference podcast page, it is hyperlinked to Schnickel Fritz there in the top banner. So you can find it that way. The YouTube page. The YouTube, yes, the YouTube page. Yeah. Yeah, I still need to go back and watch your guys' road trip video. I was starting. Oh, I still got to do more of that editing. I'm, yeah, I'm we have a lot. There's like then. at least yeah, two I'm or three more parts to that thing. And um, you know, if you uh, enjoy Red Dead Redemption 2, which I've been getting into again recently, uh Swamp People is another great uh, video that yeah. they play too, <laughs> yeah, which was, is all literally all ad libbed off the cuff dialogue. We did not plan any of it, so that's uh, another good one to give a watch to. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. It was a lot of fun. It was really fun. So um yeah, with that, I'm gonna go ahead and say Keep within track limits. Um, fuck the track limits. Hit the gas. <clears throat> and Just fuck anarchy. Just go fucking bananas. <laughs> well, yeah. If you want to live, hit those breaking points every once in a while, folks. Hit those breaking points. All right. Yeah, well, but what if you, you hit the breaking points and then you start skidding? Well, what well, if then you? It- hit the gas and you don't do anything else and then you just smash a wall. You know, like, you'll never I hit smash the brakes, a wall I, you just keep it within the track limits. I hit the fucking brakes the other day and I almost slid into a curb going into the fucking Dairy Queen parking lot in snow. Okay, well, well so you maybe just don't look at your fucking phone and then I look up and really I wasn't on the phone. Me. Kristen was just, you know, casually doing the Oh yeah, blame it on the fiance. It's fucking she, No, I'm just fault, saying that she it? was fucking she was passenger princessing and then I was driving and everything was cool and then I started going shit 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 we were <laughs> we, oh, no 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 we were a fucking no, that is quarter not mile I, down the road no, from where we started your whole life you didn't go shit 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 you probably went up oh, fuck fuck up oh, fuck <laughs> fuck nope Kristen will confirm it it was a string of me yelling shit that's like <laughs> my wheels are cranked but we're still going straight <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's also a dead bush, bush in my. Yeah, I bush. There's a dead bush in my apartment complex for when I monster trucked over it and like fuck these people, and it makes me happy every single time I see it. I, I did that, and then at my last job, I fucking wrecked the hedges in a semi truck at some other place, and I drove by it and laughed every single time I saw it. it just made me happy. <clears throat> right on. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll catch you guys later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Perfect. Perfect ending.